welcome to my first episode of Creatively Balanced. My name is Ava, and I'm going to give you guys a bit of a background to who I am and what I'm doing. So I didn't really know where to start or how to do this. I've never made a podcast before, and I wrote out this script, or I was trying to write out a script, and I just realized that... I didn't know how to do that. I think I'm just going to talk to you guys like you're my best friend sitting in my living room and tell you guys my story. So let's see. I graduated from SCAD with a a degree in interior design. I really was drawn to that because I loved art my whole life. I grew up an artist and painting and drawing And I really liked making patterns. And I realized that interior design was kind of just like a way for me to put my designs in a 3D space. And I thought that was really cool. It was pretty much being able to design your entire environment and affect somebody's mood and the way that they lived their life and how design really affects a person's well-being it can affect their entire state and when you implement that in somebody's home you can you can change their life so i was really i was really drawn to interior design and from there i graduated and i got a job doing hospitality design in a small firm in atlanta i did that for almost 2 years and i kind of realized it wasn't what i thought it was going to be you know interior design in one aspect is really fun and you get to play with all of the fabrics and furniture and putting it all together. But there's a whole other side of it, which was sitting behind a computer for the most part and drafting up floor plans for hotels and restaurants and not even floor plans, but just construction documents. And it it felt more like I had to be a bit of an architect. And I realized that there was a small part of the creative aspect and a large part of the more inner workings. And I think that was just the nature of working a corporate job. But I really missed working with my hands. You know, I I don't think that there's any substitution for an artist who, who likes to paint and draw and create and make. There's nothing that can replace that other than just to keep working on your craft and to, and to focus on that. So... That's kind of what I decided to do. I saved up all my money. I was living at home for those two years because I had a grand dream of quitting my job and traveling the world. And I was actually planning on doing that. I was going to go to Bali and travel around Europe and kind of just step away from everything and find myself again. You know, everybody... Everybody believes that if they travel, they'll find themselves, which is still possible. It's just, it didn't end up being my path, but that is because I ended up meeting a man, a boy who kind of came in and like I say, he kicked over all the buckets in my life and um, pretty much just shook everything up. And then also the pandemic hit. So we kind of decided to... um, to just work on ourselves during that point. We ended up getting a cute loft in Atlanta and he's been working from home and I kind of started just being like, all right, well, I saved my money. I, I had all this 
like free time that I was planning on using to travel. So I think I'm just going to use this free time now to really lean in and and figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And I just started painting. It was honestly, it felt awkward. It felt, it felt weird to paint again. It felt like I was an imposter. Like it wasn't really my craft. Like it wasn't it was a strange feeling and I really just had to push through it. You know, I, I hear that a lot with creatives and, and even like musicians, singers, and it's, if you stop doing something for long enough, it's, it's hard to get back into it and you're almost embarrassed or you feel that imposter syndrome creep in. And the worst thing is if it gets a hold of you and it, really stops you from actually picking up where you left off or trying to jump back into your your passion. So even though it was awkward, I kind of just pushed through. I did a lot of really random paintings. And honestly, underneath every single one of my paintings during that period was like five other paintings that I thought were just so bad that I just kept painting my canvas white and starting over. Um, so I did that for a few months. I really just played around and I allowed myself to be unapologetically messy as an artist, unapologetically just myself. And I knew that that didn't look good. I knew I wasn't going to sell any of those pieces. Um, But it kind of just gave me that freedom to find myself again, which took about a month or two. And that's just what I needed. And I believe some, a lot of people kind of need that, that freedom expression time. But anyways, after that, I, I really focused on leaning into turning it into a business and seeing what style of art I liked the best and what I thought I could play with for the longest. And I, I realized that I kept leaning towards certain colors and certain crafts. And, and I thought about what made all of these things Uh, similar. And what I always leaned towards and chose was raw, organic, natural materials. I just, I love it. My entire apartment is open scheme, open ceiling. It's concrete. And I've used a lot of raw wood. And I realized like being an interior designer, I mean, I designed my whole space, but the space that I was living in also just, it reflected who I was and it, it really influenced my art, just having it all raw and exposed. And so I realized that's probably my brand. That is my style. And I want to share that. And that's what my art was. And then from there, I, I really just tried to create the cohesion of it all. And I wanted to spread that on all different platforms from my website to a Facebook page, my Instagram you know, to create that really cohesive look and to turn it into a brand and a, and a recognizable brand. And then I started having people reach out and say that they thought it was really beautiful and they wanted help doing something similar. So I kind of started branding a little bit, which wasn't honestly that far out of my wheelhouse. I did some of that in interior design when I was working with hotels and restaurants. I had to help them brand certain aspects or come up with logos or, you know, 
I mean, it was just part of the job. So, and I really liked it. I like creating that cohesive look. And honestly, it, it was really my favorite part of interior design. So I did that for a few people. And then I just, I realized I was having a lot of people reach out to me for different aspects of what I was doing. Some people really liked macrame wall hangers that I was making or the plant hangers, or I did, I taught a few DIY projects and people really seemed to like that as well. And I, I got stuck, you know, I'm, I'm reading about all these business tips and tricks and they all say the same thing. Find your niche, find your group. What's your pain point? Who are you trying to serve? And I realized that I didn't know who I was serving. I I was very fortunate that people were kind of coming to me saying they liked this or they liked that, Um, but it was all a bit different. So then I stepped back and I go, well, what all these people have in common? And it was that most of them were creatives. They were similar to me and they, they liked what I was doing because it kind of spoke to their creative nature the way I was either branding or designing or the fact that they wanted to play with DIYs. Um, So I realized that what I wanted to do was cater to the creative entrepreneur. And I, I thought back to my life, which, you know, I speak to my boyfriend a lot about, and we always, we like to play this game where we tell each other what we really admire about the other person, which by the way, I think is a super healthy thing that every couple should do. You know, I think the other week we went out on a date night. It was like 3 p.m. It wasn't a date night. No, it was just, it was a Sunday. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. We didn't know what to do. So we went to a Mexican restaurant and we ordered a pitcher of margaritas and we sat there and we told each other, what we admired about each other and how we were proud of each other. And it was, it was really beautiful. And until, until Jordan ate like an entire plate of carnitas and passed out on the way home. So that was fun. But he told me, Ava, you have a, you, you have a sense of balance to you. You've, you are strong and yet soft and you do this a certain way, but you, balance it out with this or that. And I kind of thought back to my life and I realized he was right. I, I grew up kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. I was bullied when I was younger for being overweight and not really fitting in. And then that kind of turned towards anorexia and having a really unhealthy mindset towards food. And then In my high school years, I was definitely a pothead. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And the idea of everything just kind of stressed me out. The idea of college, the idea of picking something to do for the rest of my life. I just, I was in a heavy state of avoidance and not really wanting to focus on any of that. And so I didn't. I I kind of hid it all away, even though I, I wasn't, A plus student and I tutored in math and I was in the honor society art club or whatever it was. Um, I was able to balance, you know, academics and I guess smoking a lot of weed, but I really had no direction in my life and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then later I hit a point. I just hit a breaking point. I, after I graduated high school, I 
took about two years off. I was living with a guy I was dating at the time, and we were both just working as servers and in restaurants. And I just, I freaked out. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was working with with people who were three times my age and twice my age, and they were fighting me for tables. They were saying, I need this. I need to like pay my rent. And, and I just realized I didn't want to live in that state of fear, that state of like, I need to serve that table so that I can pay my rent. It just, I know who I am. And like deep down, I fear not being stable in my life and not being able to live like a comfortable, a comfortable life in the life that I, you know, I, I kind of grew up having. I was, my parents worked really, really hard. My dad owned a business and my mom was always an entrepreneur. And I realized that I had that life because they busted their ass. And if I want to live a life like that, then I need to bust my ass as well. So that's kind of when everything kicked into gear and I went to school I went through all the summers and I graduated SCAD in three years. Um, but overall, I kind of had to learn balance through it all. I had to find that healthy relationship with myself from being bullied and building up confidence again. I had to find a healthy relationship with food and exercise because once I kind of balance the anorexia with eating a bit more, then it kind of turned into I need to go to the gym all the time to to actually balance out all the food that I'm eating now. And that wasn't really healthy either. I kind of went from like a, a gym rat to uh, trying only yoga. And basically, I just had to combine it all and just know that lift lifting weights is healthy, cardio is healthy, yoga is healthy, and how to and how to do it all without going too far on the spectrum because it really it really helped my mind to implement exercise into everything that I do. But regardless, I have definitely struggled with finding balance and I finally came to a point where I I do think I've not mastered it. There's never going to be a point where you master balance in your life. But I've, I kind of had to come to the point where I accepted it and I accepted that nothing is perfect. You can have this or that and find a healthy middle ground. Oh, it was also a big point with Jordan, my current boyfriend, where he looked at me right after I had quit my job and I was freaking out. I told him I didn't know what I was going to do next and I was scared and I was constantly thinking about next steps, next steps. And he was like, Ava, you have worked really hard. You you need to give yourself a break. And honestly, I did. I, I went from three years of college straight, no summer, summer break to no real break in between my corporate job. And he was like, take some time, just give yourself some grace. And that phrase has stuck with me for ever since, for months now. I have just repeated it to myself, give yourself some grace, give yourself some grace. Another thing that 
I have also learned about myself is that when I was 15, I was diagnosed with dysautonomia, and that is like a, a nervous system disorder. It's kind of where your sympathetic nerves and your parasympathetic nerves don't fire off at the right time. And I, I have a whole blog post about it. I highly suggest you guys go look into it because it, it honestly affects over 70 million people worldwide. And the reason nobody knows about it is it's just, it's such a broad illness and it, it there's no real cure for it. There's there's so many varying ranges of it. You can have it really severe or not severe, but basically it means that I'm, I will just get so tired all, like all of a sudden or for a week straight, I'll just get hit with like a flare up and I have chronic fatigue. All of my bones just ache. And I, every time I stand up, I basically black out super nauseous and I don't really know why or what causes it, but um, nobody does. And I used to think it was something that was wrong with me. I used to think that maybe I wasn't getting enough sleep. And another problem is that everybody else thought that they could tell me what was wrong with me and what I was doing or that I was not drinking enough water or I wasn't eating enough or I was out too much at bars on the weekends and everybody had their reasoning for why I didn't feel good and it was annoying honestly because I didn't feel like any of it made sense I took such good care of myself I I really have the last few years found that balance with exercise and nutrition and I have tried to stick to it and live a very healthy life but having an illness like this that you can't really control, it it's hard when it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong, like you can't control your mood and your energy levels no matter how hard you try. And it's frustrating. It really honestly is. And I used to push through those days and make myself go to the gym and make myself do things that I didn't honestly have the energy for and it really set me back and it affected my relationships at the time. I was, I'd be in a really bad mood or I would go out with friends when I just honestly couldn't handle that type of energy at the time and I would be the awkward, awkward, quiet girl in the corner or I just wouldn't talk very much. But now when I realize I'm having a flare up, I just go, okay, I need to go lay down or maybe I need to just take it easy today. And Jordan is the best proponent of it. He's like, just relax, watch your trash TV or whatever you do. And it's fine. You can have, you can always start again tomorrow. You know, you can do the smaller, smaller aspects of your business today that don't take as much energy. And I've learned, I've learned to do that, to really just listen to my body. And when it says relax, I relax. Um, it's, it's not been easy though. It's not something you can just switch on and off. It, it takes hard work to kind of learn that. And it's definitely much easier said than done in a lot of cases, but it's, it's important. Okay. So how am I doing? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I feel like I've just been rambling, but I guess this is what a podcast is. I just talk to you guys 
eventually I really do want to have um, some friends on here who I think also have gone through really beautiful struggles and stories. And I want them to share their stories on, on how they've kind of found a balance in their life. And some of their fitness journeys are so inspiring. And I want to share that with, with everybody. So I will have, I'll have some people on. So it's not just me blabbering to you guys for however long it's been now, but I do want to tell you guys a bit about my creatively balanced um, group and what I'm trying to do in the future. So right now I have my Facebook group out. It's called Creatively Balanced with Ava Shields. And I really want to start making a community. I think that's the most important part. I want to find women who resonate with these stories, who resonate with battling either... finding the balance in their health and nutrition life, which is so many women. I think all of us at one point have kind of struggled with that. You know, I want to find the women who, who want to turn their creative passions into a, a successful career who want to make it a sustainable living because they just, they don't want to work for other people. They want to They want to live the life that they know they can live if they were to monetize their craft. And I think a huge fear of that and something that I I think a lot of people are guilty of is is the burnout, you know, to to turn your hobby into a business can be overwhelming. It can be tiring and exhausting and you can burn out of it or you could lose the interest in your hobby if it becomes too much of a business and you are not allowed to, or you're not, you don't feel like you can take a step back. And so I really want to cater to the women who are afraid of burning out and how to stop that cycle before you do burn out. Um, I want, I want this to be a place where people talk to each other and share stories about how they've overcome some of these aspects of starting a business or host DIY projects and I want to share with you guys fun crafts that you guys can do to kind of just unplug from your daily lives. Maybe put your hobby aside and pick up a new one just to switch it up, you know, play with things. And sometimes when you're in a creative funk, you just need to, you just need to do something else. Inspire yourself by trying something new and just playing with your hands and is it's so inspiring and it's so good for your soul. So I want everybody to do more of that. And that's really the mission behind my DIYs. I also believe that it's not fair for us to go to anthropology and spend so much money on things that look handmade or they are handmade, but they're just, they're expensive and you throw them away at the end of a season You know, what I think as an interior designer and somebody who focused on bringing joy to one's home is that filling your environment with handcrafted pieces of art that you made and you made because it reflects your style or reflects aspects of your personality, you're going to find so much more value and joy and memories in your home. And that's what I want everybody to wake up and be surrounded by. I also think it would be super fun if Jordan came on and was our bartender for a cocktail hour or a 
craft and cocktail hour. He used to be such an amazing bartender and has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to wine and different cocktails. And I think it would be super fun if he were to come on and tell you about different wines from around the world. And we were all able to kind of buy them before before we came on for our live and try them together and just kind of unplug and, and unwind, you know, once a month and come together for things like that. I, I love yoga. And although I'm probably not like a great yoga teacher, I don't know all the names and I'm probably a bit awkward. I would love to find somebody to come into our group who could lead us in a, a live yoga flow, a live Zoom and host a bunch of you guys, whoever wants to come on and maybe lead others in your craft or do a teach and share, really just use this platform to promote each other and to share our gifts and, you know, create that, that support for each other because that is one of the biggest aspects to success is being able to have that support and especially the support from like-minded people who share struggles and journeys and how we can all get through this and succeed together. So that is where I'm at. And that is why I am doing all of this. And that's my story. So I really hope you guys didn't get super bored listening to me. And I'm sorry if my birds in the background are squawking throughout this. I have no idea if I can edit that out, but it is what it is. And one day I'll find a spot that I can record these in in silence. But until then, um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. And I really hope you guys can go check out the Creatively Balanced Facebook group. I'm trying to show up every day and, and post content for you guys and if you have any questions or if you're interested in maybe coming on um for a live uh or a zoom for the for the facebook group just send me a message i'd love to connect with you guys but until then i will see you on my next episode and i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and a great rest of your day all right bye (laughs) 